You're listening to The Dollop. This is a bi-weekly... Sell me, baby. ...American History Podcast. Each week, I, Dave Anthony, lawnmower... I'm going to go get some milk. Gardener? <laughs> Tan Are you out? layer. <laughs> what? Just thinking about my backyard, bro. What did you lay? Bark? You lay bark? I put bark down, ripped up a porch, put bark down instead. You know this is the intro to the show, right? Bark layer Dave Anthony reads a story <laughs> from American history to a guy. <sighs> Named Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. <laughs> it's really taken on a life of its own. Is that true? Is what true? What? Statement you just made. Yeah, it's taken on a life of... Yeah, these intros are... No. But you don't know anything about it? Know anything about what? The story? Yeah, I don't have any idea what the topic's gonna really? be about. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know. Have you sent me anything? God, you want to look at a dude? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Guerra. Dave, okay. Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. You are Queen Fakey of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. I see done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> Uh, hi. Hi, Dave. We're doing Sorry this. we fought earlier. We're doing this from a hotel in Washington, D.C., Yep. which I would describe as, outside of the hotel room, a Fiery hell pit. boiling hell pit of piss. Yep. Sounds pretty accurate. That's why we're not going outside. Yep. No because outside. no likey temperature. Okay. April 14th, 1865. Okay. Abraham Lincoln was assassinated by John Wilkes Booth, who was an actor. All right, yep. Actors are bad. Okay, is that... You're an actor. That's the end of this Well, that was podcast. easy. I actually did know this one. <laughs> Dr. Edward Curtis performed an autopsy about four hours after Lincoln died, but it was pretty obvious what had killed him. The hat. The hat. A gram of skull fragments, seven uh, small pieces. Good Lord. And some bloody bandages, as well as uh, the doctor's bloody cuff. Okay. Which he apparently didn't roll up, uh, were saved. So he was like thinking of going back to the play. I don't know why. I don't know why you wouldn't roll up your cuff if you're, if you're getting into Lincoln. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> getting into Lincoln. A new docuseries. Getting into Lincoln. Uh, these, these pieces, these things, these items eventually made their way to the National Museum of Health and Medicine in Washington, D.C. They are still on display today. Okay. If you want to go check Road out trip? old parts of uh, Lincoln's uh, skull. We can go see his skull? Yeah. Yeah. Seems a little barbaric. Yeah. Yeah. Honey, can you want to... Oh, the selfies. People with selfie uh. sticks. Can you see all of the fragments, though? <laughs> I just, well, I think I'm just going to have to only show five so I can get my whole head in. So people were pretty upset by the president being killed. Sure, sure. Uh, most of them, anyway. Right. Some were happy as shit. Okay. Uh, public tributes and memorials were held in towns across the country. Sure. 
We're mourning. At this point, we're mourning. Absolutely. Yep. Congressional leaders wanted Lincoln buried in a ceremonial vault under the Capitol. Uh, Did you know we had that? No. So we've got a meat locker down there? We've got a crypt uh, that was originally built to put George Washington in. Okay. But his family wouldn't allow it because George wanted to be buried at his home property. He was like, I don't want to be buried under the Capitol where all you jokers are. Yeah, no, just drain me of blood and bury me on my land. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so the vault under Congress remained empty until Lincoln's wife and son decided to take Lincoln back to Springfield, Illinois, where he grew up. So wait, was he in the tomb? No. No. Or did I, went, did I t- kind of read no, 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 that I just, sound wrong? No, no, no. I don't think so. You know. So so it's empty, and they're like, let's put a fucking Lincoln in there instead of a Washington. And then the Lincoln's son and wife we're like, passing. no, we're not going to. We're also him. passing. Yeah. Um, so they decided to bring him uh, and bury him in Springfield, Illinois. Okay. Where he, you know. Was born, right? He was, he was born in Kentucky, but then moved oh. to uh, Illinois. That's where he's, he. That's where he became a man. That's where he Lincolned out, as we Lincoln, like to say. As we. <laughs> that's when he was like, <laughs> "Fuck Lincoln. it, I'm losing the mustache and just going chin." Yeah, he went full Lincoln at that point. And then he went the hat. The dude had a look. Oh, the hat. The fact that he wrestled, like the whole thing, is just <laughs> the magical. Dude had a look. He fucking wrestled. He okay. wrestled. Yeah, yeah. He used to wrestle. He was like a wrestler. He would go travel around from town to town and leaping Lincoln coming to the ring. <laughs> Oh, the fans don't like what Lincoln's doing this time. Oh, look at him. The referee didn't see that one. Lincoln's got him pinned. It would be so great if he, if he, even through his presidential years, just wanted to solve everything by wrestling. Well, I think the best thing for us to do is move the desk, take our shirts off, and figure this out like men. I'm talking about slavery and how we believe My slavery should off. Can- Continue. My shirt's off. I'm not going to wrestle you for slavery. Wrestle me. I'm not going to wrestle you for slavery. Come on. All right, you motherfucker. Let's go. Fuck. Um. I wonder what the people next door to us in this hotel room think is happening. It's not great. So Congress uh, decided if they couldn't put Lincoln in the awesome vault downstairs, then everyone should get a look. Everyone should get to look at the vault. Or look at Lincoln. Look at Lin- um, everyone should get a look at Lincoln. Yeah, they wanted a funeral train to carry Lincoln's body back to Illinois with public ceremonies along the way in major cities. That's always so weird to me. Yeah. Why do you need to see the body? Yeah, I don't know. need to see the body? You don't, don't need to, unless it unless it will. Like if it's a relative and you're like, I want closure and whatever. Like I totally yeah. get that. I get or, that. But a a present like a dude. Or there was I was watching. Um, you know that documentary 13th and they like they have an open casket for this kid who got beaten so badly so it sort of like shocks Spo- people spoilers. into recognizing a problem but spoilers. they're huh spoilers sorry spoiler sorry i should i should, we can cut that out but um but the but the purpose of just seeing it to see it is just like who what yeah oh look at him look at him really dead very dead um, so luckily at the time of his death, Washington, D.C. was the center of the new embalming movement. Oh, my God. The new technique of embalming by injecting chemicals Jeez, was... Dave, it's, it's, it's just the gear shift of these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, it's about Lincoln. Di- oh, no, it's about, oh, God, embalming. <laughs> it was first patented in 1856 by a Washington, D.C. resident. Other people jumped on board with their own fluid embalming patents. Most of these happen in D.C., I guess, home of storing a body. Ugh. 
While bombing had been happening to get soldiers home to their families for burial during the war, it had not really hit the mainstream. Sure. Okay. Right? So just kind of a Hollywood thing. Now. Gwyn- the- uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and bombs. Uh, <laughs> on goop? Yeah, she goops. She, yeah, she embalms the goop. It's, it's uh, she's got a whole home pre- home embalming kit thing. Uh-huh, a whole with thing m- with mint. Oh, we well, we re- we embalm the kids. With <laughs> we've been we once they hit five, we embalm. So now the preservation of Abe Lincoln led to tons of publicity. So embalming's taken off. Hot, trending. People learned that his corpse would be embalmed, which would allow it to make the two week train trip back to Illinois with just a tiny bit of rotting that's still a little much for me any rotting is too much for me well there's a natural rotting process sure yeah that's kind of why you don't take out uh bodies on tour well it took five days to get everything arranged for the train trip in the meantime lincoln's body lay in state in an open casket at the white house Uh, uh, this okay (laughs) yeah how they're putting the train trip how have these things occurred and that, like uh, Washington, to me, has become like Mr. Magoo after this podcast. Yeah. And now we've got Lincoln's dead body in an open casket kicking chilling it. in the White House. Kicks you, kicking it, chilling. People are cruising up, checking it out. Okay. Uh, 25,000 people <sighs> came to the White House to see Lincoln's body. And it's just sitting in the open. Is it embalmed? Yeah, yeah, it's he embalmed. He is embalmed, but now it's just it's, sitting in the it's open. it's kicking it in the White House right, in a okay. casket. It's not just laying on a floor or whatever. It's, nope. Well, it'd be nice to prop him up at the desk with a pen and a bill. What if they just stuck him in that cheese? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there uh, was then a two-hour, so after five days, there was a two-hour-long military parade. You can have the dinner with the dead president for $100. <laughs> Um, that the parade escorts the body from the White House to the Capitol. Then the body was placed in there for public viewing the entire next day. Okay. So now we're six days in. Finally, on April 21st, seven days after he was shot, Lincoln's body was taken to the Baltimore and Ohio Railroad Depot. A special train of eight cars had been assembled. Lincoln's presidential car, which he used to travel to visit the troops... Now contained his corpse. Sure. Put him where he knows. Yeah. Let him yeah, let him be comfortable. Yeah. And the corpse of his son Willie, who had died three years earlier, had been dug up for this special trip to ride with his dead father to their new dead burial <laughs> burial place a few states away. So they dug up the boy. Okay, so uh-huh. to be clear. Yep. Lincoln dead seven days on his on the train. Yeah. His son, Willie, killed three years prior, dug up, yep. potentially embalmed. What, what, is, uh, what is the decomposition uh, level of a body after three years? You're pretty I, much bone. I don't think they're showing off Willie. I think that uh, Willie is in the box. I think they just dug it Ryan up. Riding shoddy? Yeah, he's just riding shoddy, but he's not open. That's just not open. That casket's... That's a closed casket. Okay. Because you can't open that up. Uh, see, I, I really am just... I've, I think I've already weekended Bernie this story sure, in my head, sure. and I'm picturing, you know, them waving. And... Well, this is going to end with Willie riding on top of the train. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nail his feet. <laughs> and then there's that moment when they realize the train is too close to the overpass. Well, top you got to have no! that. <laughs> so. All right. So Willie and Link on the train. Uh, first stop was at Baltimore. Okay. Thousands came out to see Lincoln's body. Okay. So I get, I don't know. I couldn't figure out how they do it physically, but I guess they m- maybe they prop it up on the back of the train or people go through the train car or maybe they take it out. I bet they take it out. I bet they take it out, too. I, I love the idea that they're propping it up in the back, though. Right. 
but I, I, my guess is. Um, the train went on to Harrisburg. I'm here to see Willie. <laughs> no, Willie's the one I want to see. <laughs> Wait, show me Willie. Show me the boy. God, look at him. Oh, wow. How is he still so juicy? Sir, I'm a huge fan. Hello, youngster. Uh, this went on, the train went on to Harrisburg, New York, uh, Philadelphia, Albany, Buffalo, Cleveland, Columbus, Indianapolis, and Chicago. Everywhere, crowds. Led Zeppelin? Crowds came out. It's a fucking tour, man. I mean, that's a legit tour. I mean, I don't know who booked it, but they did. It's a nice tour. It's can we long. get shirts made of the Lincoln Death Tour mm-hmm. and all the cities they hit? Oh, fuck yeah. We, how can you not? <laughs> In places the train didn't stop, people gathered on the sides of the tracks with their hats off and heads bowed. Sure. Farmers stopped working in their fields as the train went by. It's nice. Yeah, that was very nice cool of them. Yeah, take a 30-second breather. The journey ended on May 3rd in Springfield. 21 days Jesus. of a corpse tour. The core. Corpse <laughs> tour, that's what we call it. Yeah, the corpse Abraham tour. Lincoln corpse tour, Cleveland. Buffalo. Baltimore. Albany. New York. Come see the dead. All the hits. Come check out the opening band, The Fragments. The leaders of Springfield wanted Lincoln to be buried. Featuring Willie, his son, on drums. In the center of uh, the city. So in Springfield, they've got big plans. And Mary Lincoln's like, no, we're not doing it. He's tired from the tour. She just wanted him buried in a new cemetery in the town called Oak Ridge at the edge of town. Just a normal sure. sort of situation. It's nice. He was placed in a temporary vault on May the 5th until a more fitting mausoleum could be built. Okay. In December 1865, Lincoln was transferred to another specially constructed vault as the National Lincoln Memorial was being built. It took nine years to finish the monument. Okay. In 1871, Wait, Lincoln... Wait, how, how long has he... He's still not buried. No, he's in a vault now. So they took him to Springfield and they put him in a vault. Okay. So now the years are going by. Now we're six years in. Is He's in the temp, temp vault. Okay. In the temp vault? Temp. Okay. Lincoln had to be moved to another temporary vault. And then at that point, he was re-identified and put into a new coffin during the move. So they switched coffins. They made sure it was still Lincoln. <laughs> sure. Because you never know. Yeah, no, you got it. Once you get into bodies, where's Willie? I that we stopped talking about Willie. He doesn't come up anymore. You know I'm the why? Willie guy, not a president. I like Willie. Not important. I want to. I want to hear my updates on Willie. Is that lightning? Can't be lightning. I think it's just big trucks moving dumb shit. After they finished the memorial, so they finished the Lincoln Memorial. Uh huh. They went to put the iron coffin into the sarcophagus. Okay, so it's closure time. Only to discover they had built the sarcophagus too small. The coffin, so, coffin didn't fit. That is awkward. That is really... I mean, that the that's, conversation that's you have with the contractor is heated. Um, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> okay. I said four by fate! Well, it's going to take another two, three years at least to get that right. So they moved Lincoln's body into a smaller coffin. This one, red cedar lined with lead. This meant he had to be formally identified again. Jesus. There must be some sort of rule that whenever you take a body Change. out of a coffin, you got to identify well, if you're it. the president. I, I mean, important bodies, yeah. not for sh- schmoes like you. Yeah, no, nobody's, nobody's, nobody, nobody gives nobody a needs shit. to identify like either way. On October 15th, 1874, President Grant formally dedicated the National Lincoln Monument. The construction had taken place twice, had taken twice as long as the Civil War. 
Lincoln was finally laid to rest. Okay. Or was he? Nope. Obviously. Big Jim Kennelly had a different idea. Well, anytime anyone named Big Jim's getting in the it's mix, not good. trouble It's ahead. not good. Big Jim was a counterfeiter, among other things. A year after the monument was finished, his master engraver, Benjamin Boyd, was put in prison for 10 years. Okay. The Secret Service had confiscated all of Boyd's engraved plates. A different era. And Keneally couldn't replace the work of Boyd. Okay. Because it's too good. He, well, he was the best engraver. What was he, the master engraver? He's the master engraver. we got to look out here. I really think there's a thunderstorm. No. Oh, shit. Told you. Look at that. What? Yeah. It's all going on. We might die here. How did that happen? Hey, you know what? There's a weather thing that happens where uh, where clouds come through and they contain rain and electricity. Talk to me further, Doctor. Okay, so Boyd's in jail. This is blowing my mind. And Keneally, this Keneally fella, needs, he needs a guy as good. Sure. Or he needs Boyd. So he wants the spring Boyd. So he wants to get Boyd out of prison before all the counterfeit money runs out that he'd already had printed. Right. The notes made by Boyd's plates were so good that the U.S. Treasury had once been forced to withdraw all $5 bills from circulation to change their design to protect from Boyd's fake bills. Okay. Now, Keneally had heard about a plan to steal Lincoln's body in 1865 for political reasons. uh, Someone just thinks that's a real sock to you? Yeah, they might have. I mean, I could see that being a thing. We're going to make him a Democrat. Jeez, Dave, can I sit on your lap? (laughs) I'm scared. It is very loud thunder. Um, So, putting two and two together... Keneally realized he could steal Lincoln's body and ransom it for the release of Boyd. That is really odd leverage. And he was also going to ask for 200000 in cash. So we... I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. To be clear, uh-huh. he is now going to take a, de- a dead body hostage. Yep, a president. De- not just <laughs> he's anybody. Take, he's going to take Lincoln's an body and hold it hostage. An important body. The money part is really amazing. <laughs> like that's where it gets even more. That's where it gets too absurd. But for why me. don't you just ask for cash and then you have cash and then that's all? Totally you need. valid. Yeah. You yeah. Need. Exactly. Yeah. You can't. You're getting greedy. Do you want your counterfeiter or just, do you just want the money? Just take the money. Take the money. So Keneally sent five men to open a saloon in Springfield, Ohio, as a front. Okay. The plan was to steal the body on July 3rd, 1876, and hide it in the saloon's beer cellar. Oh, my God. The, I mean, <laughs> this is like... It's a good plan. This is like a Todd Phillips film. Well, now we are really at Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, I mean, we'll put him in where the liquor is. But the leader bragged about the awesome plan to steal the ex-president's body to a town brothel owner. Well, you, you I mean, you know, you would think that that guy would have tight lips. <laughs> who told the sheriff and the men ran out of town to avoid being arrested. The amount of things that get screwed up by just being unable to contain your enthusiasm about your caper that we've heard on this. It's just the about like it's like 99%. Just shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Zip it. Do it. Put your head down and do your work. You want to be you want to go down in the history books as and then they never discovered yeah. who did Here's it. Here's what you you don't want anything in the history books. Ever. Those are the heroes. <laughs> so, 
Not one to give up, Keneally tried again. He went to Chicago and brought in two of his men, Terrence Mullen and Jack Hughes. The new plan was to steal Lincoln's body during election night on November 7th, 1876. I mean, this is insane. They figured everyone in Springfield would be so caught up in the election that they wouldn't be at the cemetery looking for thieves. The best night to steal Link. I mean, it, it's the perfect weather for this, too. And we're going to do it on election night. <laughs> Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, they figured with so many pe- uh, people coming back from the polls in, in town in their wagons, that would give them cover with their stolen corpse wagon. So a figurative and literal cover. I mean, I, I assume that if you're in a wagon, not on a busy night, that it's suspicious. Uh, you got the president in there. <laughs> no. Well, no, it's a little weird for you to be riding a wagon on a night that ain't that of the election. God damn it. Yes, we do. I yes. knew it. God damn it. Yeah, your mistake was not doing this on November the 7th. Shit. Yeah. What day is it? I don't know. You're the first guy I've talked to in two months. It gets so lonely. Uh, so the plan was, once they got out of town, they were going to take it 200 miles away and bury it under dunes in northern Indiana, figuring the shifting sands would hide their tracks. You know what that? else it would hide? Where the fucking body was. For sure, for sure. Shifting dunes mean you can't actually... Okay. Dune, where's my Lincoln? <laughs> Dune, where's my Lincoln? <laughs> That's the movie. But apparently someone in on the plan was talking again because it leaked. Okay. First, Robert Todd Lincoln was told. He, he worked as a lawyer in Chicago. Sure. Then the Secret Service in Indianapolis learned of the plan. Wait, we still have to defend Lincoln? Wait a minute. Didn't we already not do this good once? Well, let's go for it again. You know, we're getting a second chance, boys. We're going to save the president <laughs> who's dead already. The Secret Service, although there wasn't a Secret Service back then. Okay. They were I just believe he just, he just signed it that day or, or the day before or something like you, or he was about to. He just signed. Yeah, yeah. Like the Secret Service, the oh, that's a- uh, guards actually watched the president. That whole idea was like right around the time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well. Uh,. Uh, the, so the Secret Service in Chicago ordered a paid informer and penny criminal to infiltrate Keneally's gang and find out about the plot. Okay. The informer. Hey, I'm looking to join up with a group of baddies. Hey, fellas, is anybody here looking to steal a body? I'll have a whiskey. Boy, I just wish I could find someone to get the president's body with me. Hey, what's this guy talking about? Yeah, it looks like that'll never happen. You know. Hey, fella. Who, me? It's amazing you came into this bar. Hey, look, uh, I don't want no trouble, pal. Ain't no trouble. We're stealing Lincoln's body. Well, I'll join up with you guys. Squirrel in. So, he had no trouble getting in, mostly because he had an experience as a grave robber when he supplied medical schools with bodies. Uh, Well, we've covered this. It's nice to see some of our old friends. The informer kept the Secret Service informed about the plot. Okay. The Secret Service wanted to catch the gang in the act because it would be hard to convict them on the basis of just the plot. Well, I think, yeah, it would. it's hard to prove some things, but conspiracy to take a zombied Lincoln is certainly up there. The plan was to catch them in the act and charge them with burglary. 
Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. When the train uh, for Springfield with the informer, Mullen and Hughes, left Chicago, they had no idea the back car was full of Secret Service agents, Pinkerton agents, and other detectives. Okay. On election night, the lawmen hid inside the halls of the Lincoln Monument. Normal. In total darkness. And then the gang arrived three hours later. Okay. The informer was supposed to signal... That was loud. That was close. And we'll do it on election night. <laughs> it's good that we're talking about stealing a corpse and there's lightning. You were in D.C. There's lightning. We're talking about getting Lincoln. Yeah. So the gang arrived three hours later. The informer was supposed to signal the agents when the gang broke in, but he couldn't get far enough away from them to do it. What, what's the signal? Process? I don't know. I Shoot couldn't figure flare? that out. Maybe yell. Hey, he's making bird noises again. That's what you do. You just come in with your. I should let you guys know. My hobby is I love to make bird noises, especially at night and when I'm in uh, sarcophagus. If I see a bird, I uh, replicate its uh, tweet or whatever the fuck it's called. FBI. Did he just FBI. say FBI? Is that a bird or is that Barry? Pinkerton. Pinkerton. Wait for a signal. The birds out here are weird. Wait for a signal. Pinkerton! Now, hold, hold, hold. We're not moving in until we get a signal, gentlemen. Pinkerton! Hold. Pinkerton! Hold, gentlemen. Wait for a signal. <laughs> Just wait for a signal, gentlemen. Kaka. I think that was it. Let's go. So Pull back. Pull back. So he's trying to get away from them to make the signal. He had to wait until they had gotten into the crypt... Pride opened the sarcophagus. Oh, my God. They got far. And started dragging the coffin out. And then that's when he could get away. Okay. He told him he was running to get the wagon. Okay. <laughs> he ran outside into the dark and then ran to the other side of the monument where the Secret Service agent, the main Secret Service agent was, the leader. The lawman then charged to the door of the crypt. This is insane. One accidentally fired his gun. Oh, my as God. As they were charging. Okay. That guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> this is quite a... That guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. When they got there, Mullen and Hughes were gone because they decided to wait outside for the informer to bring the wagon. So he leaves and says he's getting the wagon. Then they go, oh, fuck it. Let's go outside and wait for him. Okay. And then the cops are charging. One of them shoots off his gun and they go, let's go. Right. And it's so dark that no one can see anything. Right. So, as soon as they heard the first shot, they took off into the darkness. So the lawmen start running they around. They try to kill Lincoln again! They try running around the cemetery trying to find these two guys, and it's so dark, they're only seeing each other, and they start shooting at each other. <coughs> okay. Okay, so how, how, the plan's not going great. <laughs> but luckily, no one got killed. Right, because they're terrible shots. Yeah. These it's guys also are in charge. super dark. Yeah. Uh, the Secret Service and Pinkerton's were then roasted in newspapers for the embarrassing stakeout. Sure. Chicago papers even speculated it was uh, faked for some unknown political reason because they couldn't fathom why else it happened. Nobody's this, this dumb. You know, <laughs> you got to take that out, too. That's right. It was a conspiracy. No, we we're not that stupid. But Mullen and Hughes were arrested, charged, and convicted on the informer's testimony. Okay. So they could have done it all along. Right. They got a year in jail each. Keneally was not implicated at all. 
but he was put in prison four years later for counterfeiting. Uh, okay. After that, Lincoln's friends and family secretly removed his coffin from the crypt and hid it in various places in the monument. Because they were that afraid? Yeah, now That's... they're totally freaked out that someone's just going to steal his body. So now, so now they they're gotta... hiding it. Now the family and friends are now hiding. They're like Scooby doing Lincoln around <laughs> this tomb. Yes. <laughs> I mean, a monument. They're doing it all over the monument. They're like putting it, putting it in different places. It's just. <laughs> so for eleven years, people would go to the monument and pay the respects to an empty vault. Yeah, but not knowing that he was hidden in the rafters. <laughs> He's in the attic. He's in his own pants in the Lincoln Memorial. <laughs> in 1887, the Lincoln Monument needed repair and was to be remodeled. There were already many rumors that the corpse in the coffin was not Lincoln's because of everything that happened. So once again, the coffin was opened so it could be identified. I mean, they, can we stop opening Lincoln's coffin? He was described as, quote, somewhat shrunken. Oh, I mean, <laughs> despite all the repairs, <laughs> well, that's what happens. We're all going to be somewhat shrunken someday. Despite all the repairs, by 1900, the monument was again in disastrous shape. And well, open him up to be almost completely rebuilt. Abe Lincoln and his entire family were then removed and put into a temporary hole in the ground. <laughs> the family had nine Why did tons, they want a regular burial? The family had nine tons of stone placed on top so no one would steal him. Okay. After a year, in April 1901, Lincoln was moved back into the monument, but because of concern, he was taken out in September and identified again. Oh, <laughs> Stop it. Stop opening him. This was the fifth time Lincoln's corpse was identified. <laughs> It's him. <laughs> We've got it. One uh, worker cut a small hole in Lincoln's coffin. 22 local citizens checked out the body. One of them brought his 13-year-old kid. Oh, that kid turned out fine, I'm sure. And it was Lincoln. They remarked that the remains looked, quote, like a bronze statue. Oh, that is so gross. That is so gross. But Lincoln's son was still just worried. Mummy f- mummified, just mummified, just sitting Lincoln. there. Looking like caramel with a beard. I'm assuming the beard yeah, stuck no. around. Also, now I'm kind of hungry. But Lincoln's son was still worried someone would try to snatch the body. He arranged for the coffin to be encased in steel bars, sunk 10 feet beneath the floor, and covered with tons of cement. To date, Abraham Lincoln has remained there. But there were still seven tiny pieces of his skull. Thank God. In 1989, a college professor proposed extracting genetic material from the pieces to test them to see if Lincoln actually suffered from a disease called Marfan's syndrome. A lot of people thought this was a fucked up thing to do. An ethics panel was well, what's convened. What's Marfan's? I, it's, I don't know. It's something to do with him being really tall. I'm not sure. I okay. didn't look it up, and I don't care. Marfan's. Uh, an ethics panel Sounds was convened. Sounds like tiny Martians. Yes. It's about some people came from Martians. Okay. Well, we have closure. Um, an ethics panel was convened at the National Museum of Health and Medicine, and it was approved. But a year later, a different panel recommended a long delay until more could be learned about Marfan's syndrome. 
But the media attention led to hundreds of people calling and writing, claiming they owned pieces of Lincoln. That they owned pieces of Lincoln? Yeah. So there's this... Isn't that a Sarah McLaughlin song? (laughs) (laughs) So there's this whole thing because of... Because of how many times this is what I people did, or how many times exactly it was open, was afraid of. how many they're times picking. it was open. Not not necessarily they're picking, or they're just lying about it. And they could have been picking, right? Or they just took advantage of it to say, "Yeah, this is a piece of Lincoln." Like tell their kids, like thinking, and then the kids still have it. Like so, there's all these people out there who think they have pieces of Lincoln. <laughs> is the title of this one going to be "Pieces of Lincoln"? Yeah, it must be. <laughs> Ask the me. I mean, pieces of Lincoln, <laughs> pieces of Lincoln, yeah. It's all normal. <laughs> yeah, that's a normal way to die. And I mean, it is uh, no. the idea that his death is as bizarre as his I'm ending. scared to look into. I'm scared to look into what happened to other presidents. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I they bet. died. What, I mean, honestly. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with us? There is, like, just, you know, who cares? It what, also doesn't matter. Who cares what happens with your body when it's done? Right, that's that's the whole thing about this to me. It's like, who gives a shit? He's dead. You're he's dead. dead. He's not. It's not like he's going to be like, I have a story from the ground. No, that's it. And then we're not going to be like, we're going to bring him back someday. Yeah. Like, it's over. Yeah, it happened. It's over. Ground, it doesn't matter. He's bronzed himself. He died. It's over. Yeah. I just, just burn. Just burn yourself. Well, let's do, do it. Do yourself a favor. Let's do it. Do Me what? and you. We'll take care of this business. Take care of what business? We're going to get rid of Lincoln's body. No, no, no. no we're no. going to, we're going to, we're going to turn it into dust. No, no, no. Set it free, baby. Well, on one condition. Yes. We do it on election night. Damn, Thunder. Drop the ball. <laughs> we signed pieces of Lincoln. Ah, I don't. I won't. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, This is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help 